Welcome from the factory floor of the Football Factory Podcast. I'm Stephen Carowitz, and tonight we play a game of what if. What if Pep, like Donald Trump, secretly wants out? What if this is, in fact, the Spursiest season of all time? And what if United lose against Ajax? So sit back, relax, and what if anybody knows what Arsene Wenger is up to? It's time for From the Factory Floor. Welcome, everybody. This is the intro. I did not write anything else. Um, joining us tonight to represent the champions. Champion is champion. <laughs> is, uh, Fernando de Leon. Hello, Fernando. Hello, everyone. To... Uh, to represent the second place finishers. They have actually accomplished something worthy of a DVD finally after all these years. The DVD worthy, uh, Zach Watson. Hello, Zach. Second place, we're coming for you. Hey, yeah, listen. Um, and, uh, and, and Barry. Footballing <laughs> brain. Hi, Barry. Although, actually, we have, yeah. we have good news to talk about, but we won't start with it because yeah. we don't deserve nice things anymore barry we no, don't deserve no. nice things no, um, no we're not not part of the top four elite anymore no. although We're very close to it not confirmed that's not confirmed. no not confirmed, not confirmed. We, we, i have faith till the last day of the season i'll confirm it for you <laughs> Here, and take enormous pleasure in it as well i'm sure commando <laughs> Yeah, you know what you can do with your rubles, mate. Sideways. Yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to leave. I'm so happy for Fernando. I could vomit. No, by listen, the way. I'm happy for <laughs> after last season, but that raises an interesting point. Arsenal is the last of the um, <clears throat> the traditional top four to drop out to have a truly disappointing season. Um, you know, obviously Chelsea's season, although they recovered, was something of a disaster. United has had their travails. Spurs are 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 and you, Zach. You have to say Spurs are kind of the new class of the top four. Would you agree with that? Well, I mean, nobody's expecting oh, you guys yeah, to go. Since... Short of the move to Wembley, let's let's qualify that. Short of the fact that right. you have to go play at Wembley. Other than that, you guys would be pretty nailed on to kind of be everybody's pick to stay in the top four along with Chelsea next year. Would that oh be yeah. Statement? Now, I mean, we'll, see, we'll, we'll talk about Wembley, but yeah. I mean, other than that, I, I really, I know the rumors are out there. Other than, and really, other than Walker, I'm not too concerned about the summer. I'm really hoping they at least get some cover for Harry Kane for God's sake up front would be really, really nice. But outside of that, I don't really see any reason why anyone, you, again, just talking about the squad would think we're going to fall out of the top four. Obviously, the Wembley thing is... It, it's, going to be a big, it's going to be a big factor, and I do think they're going to drop out of the top four next season, by the way. It's, it's a, it's a crapshoot. It's such a crapshoot. I mean, we are so mm -hmm. close. It's, and also, you guys just suck away from home. You, you suck at Wembley, I mean. They suck at Wembley. They've, it's been a Tottenham thing forever, and now with this squad, you know, it, it's, it's really weird. Like, the... Um, just the, the schedule that Pochettino has them on, it's so, he's so meticulous about everything. Even, I was listening to something the other day, even the way they groomed the pitch at the lane was specific to his exact instructions on the way that he wanted to line up on any given week. 
And I guess they're going to make changes at Wembley to sort of make it feel as, as home as they can, but it's going to throw things off. Um, the No, actually, they probably won't make any concession at all to you at Wembley. I that, thought they already said they were no, doing, that's, like, with the... Go ahead. No, that's what I, I heard exactly what Zach heard, that they're going to yeah. homify Wembley um, because, essentially, yeah. it's going to help pay for Wembley. Wembley is still having, you know, mm. problems. So this Hundreds is a good of, deal. Yeah. No, they, they, they will let them play there, I'm sure. But I don't think... The, the, see, the problem is that it's supposed to be a neutral ground. So to homify it would mean that they'd have problems actually taking all of that homification out when it comes to uh, semi-finals, cup finals, uh, anything of that nature. So it's un I, I think it's unlikely that they, they will do much. You know, um, in the old stadium, when people were playing there, you know, Arsenal played there, for instance, there was nothing done I, I can't see them doing much it's a different game though now they're bringing him way True. more money now yeah they and they want Tottenham to succeed they don't want Tottenham to fall to ninth playing at Wembley and beyond they want those champions they don't want and let's see how the draw works if they've got a final Champions League game mm -hmm. in December they don't want 30,000 people there because they've already been eliminated from the Champions League they they have reasons. They have a lot. No, no there's definitely in their reasons. in in their financial interests. It's whether or not it's whether it's in their footballing interests. Oh mm. please! Like the the footballing authorities in the UK <laughs> have any consideration at all for anything but money. Um, I, I, I. Oh yeah. I mean, but. As um, far as I know, they're going ahead with the plan. I I have not heard anything, whether it be from ESPN or from people cover Spurs that they're they're certain that they're making the changes to with the pitch and possibly uh, the size of the pitch and what they're even like bringing you know some of the signage that they are going to have at the new stadium like similar pieces that that's what they well, that I'm not so sure they about. said as recently as last week oh really because so I thought they were in a, I thought there were commercial issues that they're ah, this is so boring mm. who, who cares um, you, you guys they're going to bring the basketball chicken to Wembley? All right. Yes, they're going to bring the basketball right. chicken to Wembley. Pigeons. I hate you so much, Fernando. <laughs> He's fucking giddy. He is fucking giddy. It is insufferable. Five Just minutes all of you. in. Oh, my smug. God. He dropped that's all off. You can hear. That's, all I can, that's all I can hear right now, dripping with smugness. <laughs> it's disgusting. It is. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's great. At least Jason. Jason was, uh, you know, um, Becker last year. It was a fresh-faced, innocent, schwad right. de vive. What we got here? This yeah. jaded, hacked-up old. That's not true. I couldn't been, stand Jason. Been recycled <laughs> now and well, freshly being, recycled, and up they come. You know. Of course, he was being innocent. He knew he wasn't going back. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. They're not going to take me back. I'm never going back. <laughs> Hey, when we go off the air, can you tell me what happiness is like? Like, just, like, <laughs> like explain it to me. No. I can get, look. Hey, look. hey I'll, I'll post you a little uh, little video on the uh, FTFF page. <laughs> That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, Zach, for once, for once in your miserable <clears throat> life, one of your favorite teams hasn't self-destructed before your eyes. Well, I mean... 
The Cavs? I don't know. <laughs> second place. Are you honestly telling me that you're disappointed in second place against this Chelsea no. side? Against no, this Chelsea no, team that did not have any European obligations, that had Antonio Conte at the height of his abilities, Conte playing like a lunatic, and this is there is no shame to finishing second. And much like, frankly, Arsenal in a way last year, but you were the only ones who were ever really in it with them. You were the only ones, well, and there were long stretches of, the, stretches of the season where you were playing much better football than them. I, I think this is the Spursiest season that you could write oh, for the final Spurs. No, no, I'll explain exactly why. If you would have been told before that they were going to go on this magical win streak that included not losing a single game at the lane, destroying their old record for Premier League points, You'd be looking at me. If I would have told you this in August, you would have been saying to me, oh, my God, Arton, I'm going to win the league. And it's not, a, it's not like anger or feeling let down. It's just you shake your head and you go, who hates this club so much? And when they have this good a season, Chelsea have this just incredible squad that wins, what, 12 in a row. They are the deserving champions. How long have we been saying on this show? Chelsea are going to win the league. No one's catching Chelsea. Like, you knew in February, this league's over. It's over. Tottenham were never catching them. It's not anger. It's not feeling, like, let down. It's just you shake your head and you go, this isn't going to happen next year. You know this isn't going to happen next year with Tottenham. I have no doubt that they're not going to have as good a season. And it does make you fear that this was the closest they're going to get with this team to win the league. Um, you... You mean you reckon they're, they're just like, um, say, for instance, the golden England side of the 90s where they had all the big names and everything and just got close semi-finals at the Euros and then that was it? That's, I think you're, you're that sort of calibre it's going to be. I fear... Because I, you, you only know, got one year at Wembley, haven't you? I mean, they've already knocked well, they half hope. the lane down. They hope. It's, it's construction. They, I mean... When well, given the, the size Levy, of the hole in the pitch. <laughs> the reason Levy waited so long to sign the thing with do with Wembley is he apparently got like a written contract stating they will have the roof on by January, February as like a guarantee that that stadium is going to be ready. Now, it's construction. You, you know, what if, what if mm. something happens? What if something goes wrong? What if... Somebody goes on a strike in uh, at Christmas time. Who knows? It's it's a risk that he felt was worth it. But you're also looking past the stadium. We don't know what they're going to do with the wage bill. I have no idea how much they're going to give raises to Harry Kane, to Deli Alley, to Erickson. Walker's 27, and he, he's going to be 27, I think, by the end of like this month. And that get paid because he knows he's in his prime and he's never going to be better than he is right now. He's going to go to Manchester City. He's going to get his wages doubled. And you can't blame him for that. How many more? How many more between now and then? Because the NFL money doesn't kick in like a light switch. It doesn't come like... It's not like the NFL writes Tottenham Hotspur a seven-figure check on August 1st, 2018. This is a process. It's going to take a lot of time before Tottenham can actually build that back up. And I don't know what that means for the squad. And I do think they're about to lose in England International right away, right? It's right before August. So, 
You know what? You, you guys, you guys have so much youth coming up that um, they do. You're gonna, you're, you know what? You're gonna have a, you as opposed to Arsenal who had a rough several years. You're gonna have one rough year, and then you'll be fine. And then, like you say, once that NFL money kicks in, um, and you know that. And again, you, we don't even. That's something that we don't know for sure of what the deal is. What like you hear that they're going to be playing the two games there. Yeah, everyone knows you're not building a football stadium for a handful of games. They're building a football stadium because they want back-to-back NFL Premier League games, and they want a team to play six to eight home games there a year. Right. And if that happens, it's going to change the nature of the deal. Right. Yep. Um, well, it's been fun talking about that, but let us all lay down and prostrate, prost, prost, prostate. Prostrate ourselves. <laughs> yeah, what the hell are you doing over Something about rubles getting shoved up my ass. Um, um, let us all prostrate ourselves before the mighty, the powerful Chelsea in the form of the very, well, the somewhat mighty Fernando. Um, very smug. It I mean. is, um, what do you want to say? Say something. Tell us, tell us what it's like on the mountaintop. Smug is good. You know, smug is what, you know, keeps all of us going. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't think either of you guys are going to reach my level of snugness in the next five years. Um, so I, I want you guys, you know, as much as I love doing this with you guys, I want you guys to feel it tonight. You know what I mean? You guys feel it a little bit, you know? Am I, am I well, getting a lot of happiness or the smugness? Definitely the smugness. The smugness. The smugness. <laughs> I'll see yeah. you in hell, you son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, <clears throat> it, um, it was, uh, uh, you know, a, a very uh, typical kind of Chelsea thing where we uh, wait till the last minute to actually do something uh, against West Brom. Um, the more interesting game to me was, was the Watford game. Um, oh yeah because that was just like you know we're on vacation um and that was a blast i love that you know it was a fun game and you know I, i'm glad chelsea won because i think Conte would have killed someone if it had ended 3-3 um and as much as we all love john terry is a perfect uh 90 minute example of why um his time there is done um he's just flailing all over the place on on each of those goals. Um, so um, from that standpoint, it, it was both kind of sad and kind of fun to watch him score a goal. Um, but I think on the whole, um, you know, it's just a very gratifying uh, season on top of what happened last year. And, you know, I think the feeling of this particular title is very much in the same vein as the first Mourinho title um, in terms of the, connection between supporter supporters and manager um it's very much the same i feel um and you know the and the other thing that's interesting to me is how many people whenever i read on the internet how many more neutrals like chelsea or at least grudgingly Ah, um, respect them which i i find kind of kind of hilarious um that you know that appreciation somehow enhances the um, the, uh, the 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 victory for for the team. It has absolutely. I mean, what, I, I mean, believe it has. Well, it's, for it's, me anyway. It's a fun. Way. T- they're a fun team to watch. They are. They are. They play with 
bullshit. The bullshit is gone. All the shit we all complain about. Season in and season out. Even Diego Costa has, for the most part, conducted himself as a as a consummate professional. And Conti is just a decent guy. There's 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 nothing asshole about this squad anymore. To to a large extent. Well, yeah. Well, I, I don't mean like you know we're hate or you know we're behaving better. I just mean that from my standpoint, because everyone else likes the team now. Not so much loves the club or likes the club, that that you know all of a sudden the the achievement is greater. I I don't feel that at all. Um, but it, to me, it's just kind of funny because uh, you know again they they tied the win record, uh, which is something Mourinho did twice. Um, but all of a sudden this time it's a revelation. It's like wow, really? Um, so uh, that that to me no that gives I, me a chuckle. No, that gives I'm, me a chuckle to me. I understand where you're coming from, but in 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 this 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 Premier League, with the way that that team underperformed last year, and with the quality that they're facing now, it's not a top four anymore. It was a top six and a half, and and the money that's in the league, any team could have beaten any other than Sunderland. Any team could have beaten any other team on any given day. So uh, it is it is it is a, an astound. Accomplished uh, an astounding accomplishment to have tied the you know the win record. I mean, what are they? No, I'm not saying it's a bad. I'm saying the recognition of other people uh, for Chelsea about to do something that they've already done twice. Um, What I'm saying is that the 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 attention to this one is somehow greater than the other ones. Um, And I will agree with you that the, the league now is much harder to win. Than it was 12 years ago, um, or whatever it was, um, over 10 years ago, uh, because you know the points record I think is 95, which is what uh, Chelsea still have that record. I mean, they're not this team isn't going to get 95, and they're still going to break the win record. And just think about what else, how more perfect Chelsea needed to be this season to get the 95 points. That's a ridiculous points total. Um, and it's one that I mean, if this Chelsea team couldn't do it, and they won 13 games in a row at one point, uh, then what team will? That that to me is the astounding uh, uh, record to me. Yes, the the win record would be nice, but 95 points—that's just an astounding um, number of points. Uh, but getting back to this one, I, again, I, I think uh, I, I think like most fans, we're all pleased that. Uh, we were able to hold off uh, Tottenham's late charge. We, we kept it together and that the, the team never wavered, um, you know, from, from what it needed to do and that you have to give credit to Conte. He kept the ship together and, um, you know, now he's going to get the, the requisite funds to make this team better because, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think that the players he bought, you know, before the season started were his primary choices. So someone like Marcus Alonso, uh, Marcus Alonso, who who's been excellent this season, um, you know, I'm pretty sure that was his third choice wing back to bring in. Um, and the same thing with Moses. Moses was just a necessity. They they had no one else to bring. Might as well play him there. Um, so if he can get that from those guys, if they're able to buy quality players, not just in the wing backs, but just in every, anywhere on the field, um, you know. Uh, the sky is the limit with with Conte at the helm. You know he's able to motivate players um, in a way that you know, ha- 
How long realistically do you think he's going to stay there? Oh, he's. Uh, he's uh, I mean, it. I mean, really. I mean, if he lasts more than three years, I think, um, he, you know, that that would be new a <laughs> new standard just, for Chelsea. So I mean, yeah, I, I just think, wonder. Down answers. I don't like, know. I don't know. I don't know. With, um, I think. Um, go ahead, Dad. Yeah, I'm just gonna say players know, but you know, I, pro athletes aren't the idiots we like to think they are, and once they start to get kind of the notion that he's already, you know booking flights to get back to Italy as soon as he can. I wonder if that'll affect y'all. Because other than that, I think you should win the league it's probably again next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that. I think the the consensus is that he's going to stay. He's, he's going to get a new deal um, that's going to pay him a lot of money. And right. uh, he's going to get a, a, a jumbo-sized transfer kitty to bring in the players uh, and make the depth in the squad even better. Um, to take on uh, the Champions League next year. Um, and I think if there's one thing in Conte's uh, you know, career as a manager that he's yet to succeed in, it would be the Champions League. Um, Juventus have gone to these finals with Allegri as the manager. Um, and Conte left because he asked for more money and they would not give it to him. And, um, you know, and now they've gone on to uh, possibly win a European Cup without him with essentially, essentially, the same team that he created when he left. So uh, I think there's a burning desire for him to prove uh, that you know he can take Chelsea to that level. Um, but I think it's just a really, it's an exciting time uh, you know to be the Chelsea supporter given uh, what their what Conte is going to do because unlike most managers, I think he's known for a long time uh, what needs to get upgraded and who he wants to bring in. And when you're, when you're the hot manager right now, and he is in Europe, players want to come and play for you. So I, that should be an advantage. And, you know, as a whole, you know, it was a great season. Um, the, the only thing I regret was that we, we didn't score enough against Arsenal when we beat them. It should have been 30 to 1 instead of 3 to 1. But, you know, we're saving, the, we're saving those goals for the final. So, hey, I wish it was know. 1 all when we played you. Because the kick up the backside wouldn't have happened. You'd have still been floundering around with a bloody back four. Well, how does that feel? That the break, that the turning point of the season, all down to Arsenal. You know, if like Chelsea a had dagger, won, mate. Like if a Chelsea dagger. had won that game, right in the bottom. Can you imagine if Chelsea had won that game and he no, wouldn't I have can't. made can any talk changes? About something else. Can we? Can we change oh no, 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 no. I, I, no. I, I, the only thing I could imagine it was, it was something like a one-all draw or something like that, and that would have been, you know. It'd have been a bit wishy-washy for you, and that would have been you'd have gone on and yeah. you had a few more wishy-washy games against because yeah. you played middle of the pack teams after that. Yeah, um, it was the it was the jolt that he needed to because yes. um, he even said it when he, when when they played that match, he didn't see any of a, any of his ideas uh, yes. in the team, and I, I thought that was a really insightful comment because it just to me it seems he was playing a back four because. That's what they do here in England, mm. and that's what the Chelsea squad is used to. So I'll, I'll just go along with it. Well, and, no, he was. Know, I uh, remember. I remember very clearly what he was saying at the time, which was that he didn't want to impose himself on a team that already had a way of playing, and that he he was being very careful because they were and they were very skittish up until that Arsenal match. 
It was a, that was a very skittish squad, and he was. I think he was very careful and very deliberate about it, and he was biding his time, and that Arsenal match was his time to just go, okay, great, I did it your way, now we're going to do it my way. And Right, no, that's what I'm saying. But I, I also think he, he did it against his best. He did it against his own interests. Oh, and I absolutely. think that he, he finally realized after the Arsenal game that that was a mistake and that let's just do it my way. The way he knows, and it works. Actually, I it think worked. he was sneakier than that. I think he knew going in, he could not do a Mourinho-esque thing and stomp all over the place. I think he was canny enough to say, "Okay, fine, we'll, you know." And the, you, you showed with the results in the first, what was it, first ten, uh, five, ten games? I can't remember the exact number now. Before you went on that run, but but basically, you know, he, he turned around and said, "Let's, let's I'm not going to change too much." You know, I'm going to observe and do, and and right. you know, knew. I think he knew that they would stumble because last year they stumbled even with um, hitting there. Yeah, yeah. Letting the team play, they they played, had some good games, had some bad games, but they weren't able to collectively stick together and actually play to a plan. They needed a leader. They needed guidance. They needed the hand on the tiller. And that's, yeah, that's what they got in the end. He knew that they would fall over, and and it, big time because he, they would, there were a couple of big games in that in that time frame that they were coming up against. Right. I mean, and even the switch itself, you know, uh, is a gamble. I mean, you're talking about putting players who've never played in that system before, uh, Gary Cahill, uh, who's mm-hmm. never played in the back three, and at times uh, last year and the early part of this year. He looked like he'd never played in a back four, back four either. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he was able to just stable. And, you know, he did this with David Luiz. And we can all remember when he came back, all of the jokes and the puns about him coming back. Uh, so the fact that he was able to do it with, with uh, Luiz and Cahill and the underappreciated uh, Espilicueta. Who, uh, well, Aspilicueta is superb in that. He, he he is the best defender in that league. And, and like, to and me, Luis has been a revelation. Down. And Luis has been a revelation. Yeah, Luis is. I think Luis. Well, he still cops up a couple of times. Well, the, 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 the other day, the game, he went across and he, he completely muffed it up. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He's playing. still prone to that. I think yeah. he's prone. But he's got coverage pro. now in two other people at the same sort of line of defense as him. As well, if just one. There was a play uh, the, during the Western Watford. Game. Who were you playing at the weekend? We played on Friday. So, uh, uh, so Friday, it was West Brom. Yeah. So it was West Brom. West Brom? And, was it West Brom? Yeah. yeah. And so there's was a play. West Brom? No, no, no. The week before. Week before. Go back uh, the Monday. Oh, it was Middlesbrough. It was the Middlesbrough game. Before you got onto the score sheet, David Luiz had a right old heave at one. I, I remember seeing it and he was all over the place, got his legs all tangled up, ended up flat on his backside, yeah. legs in the air sort of thing. But Equator and, you know, whoever else came across and tidied up for him. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Equator to me, he is the cleanup guy for Cahill and Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, he's just, he's just a wonderful player. Um, I always go back to the Mourinho quote, if I had 11 Aspilicuetas, I would win the Champions League every year. Um, he's just a fantastic player. He does his work. He's not dirty. He uh, is defensively sound. He knows where to go. Um, you know, uh, you know, if, if England could find a couple, mm. couple of players like him, you know, he's like Ashley Cole. 
you know um if you know, just think about how great ashley cole was i think as for the is in the same vein money grabbing he... backstabbing the turn <laughs> <coat gets. laughs> yeah but he speaks spanish i still um, haven't figured <laughs> how do you say all that bunk taking hotel lobby haunting <laughs> bastard but look, I mean, I don't want to get into the whole coal thing, but you know, Arsenal would just be cheap. <laughs> Arsenal would just be cheap. This is just paid yeah. off. This is just paid off. I know. Next question. Well, you know, you're just being hateful. That's the problem. You know, <laughs> yes, you've, that's gone being from, hateful, you've gone from joyful to being hateful. Um, we're done yes. talking about Chelsea. I am done talking about Chelsea. Um, oh, God, I don't want to talk about City. Uh, let's see. Hey, City has to rebuild that entire squad. They're going to finish third or fourth, and that's that entire squad. They're going to have to bring in four, maybe five new starters on that squad, huh? They want Walker and Rose to start with, so there's two. Well, you really – you know what? Let them have Rose. Yeah, but look at who they're rumored to if re-sign. Toure. Yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, Well, Torre. I don't buy that for a minute. I don't buy that either. No. He's look. He's actually looked quite tasty since he's come back into the side. Yeah. You know, it wanders around a bit, but his range of passing is very good. You know what? The problem is, is if he gets if he gets a little crotchety, he's toxic in the locker room, and I think that's why he's not going to be a starter. So, why why do this to yourselves? I, I think, Stephen. I think your point about City is correct. Um, uh, and when you have your manager come out and pretty much back. You know, give a backhanded compliment to his own employer about I would have been fired yeah. at a proper club, yeah. um, which to me is like <laughs> that's totally, a big club. That was his it, phrase, a big yeah, club. a big club. But here you, here's not Com- so much. Completely, completely full of himself that he would say that, and no one ha- I don't think has taken him to task. Uh, There's sort of like you know raised eyebrow. They're going to remember that when he str- if he struggles next year. Um, well, it's not the craziest thing well, we'll he said this year. I mean, for saying that. But I just, I, you know, it's just at the surface to you know, what you're trying to do there. I mean, <laughs> he's been like this to... all year, though. He's been. Doing I know. This. That's why I don't think that's the craziest thing he said. I think talking about having delight and a draw at home against the bottom half of the table. So, I mean, he's just been talk about somebody who took a job that he thought he knew and didn't know at all. I think he I, hates it there. He absolutely hates it there. I think he hates He looks miserable. He sounds miserable. It's, you know, at least, like, Klopp, I think, I think Klopp is similar <laughs> in that he he got more than he bargained for, right? Guardiola just looks like he hates it there and can't wait to go, whether uh, Letty or, I don't know, can I can uh, I ask you something? Porto or something, but can I ask you something? I oh, and this is to everybody. I posited at the beginning of the season and even before when it, the talk was up that you know you know the, the the line that a lot of people said, which is, well, you know, you give me Bayern Munich or or Barcelona, and I'll win. You know, I'll win the league for you too. Um, but. Can we agree that he's a decent manager? He is. He's proven to be. Look, he's still going to finish third, and he's got a squad that is not ideal, that has required some work, and he does prepare, and he is a good, he is a good manager, but he's not that great a manager. He's like Zidane at Real right now. Yeah, with that team, 
yes, a, a good manager is a great manager. And that's what's and, – and even with the option to rebuild this team next year, he's, he's still not quite going to get it right. Because he's always – I need to see it. To answer that, I need to see him with a, with a squad that's more his. And give him another summer. Get me to – what's Barry say? First 10 games, right? Give me to like yeah. 15 matches next season, and I think we'll have a better idea. Because oh, Christmas, I, I, a post Christmas period yeah. going into January, That's how how much the rumblings are. I mean, there are sort of 19 to 20 games there, somewhere around there, maybe 20, mm-hmm. 21, depending on how, it, how it's all worked out. But and again, you know, I'm, so, I you know I said earlier, I really do believe Tottenham are going to struggle next year, and I think that this is especially true of a team that historically is just very slow out of the gates. They've been like, it doesn't matter who the manager is, it doesn't matter who the players are, it's just how Spurs are. If he can't, look, the city started out great and then, you know, the collapse was quick. If that happens again, then I think we can go, wow, you know, he's good. But I, I'm I'm surprised with how much he struggled this year. And I, I, I thought it was going to be a harder job than, you know, he apparently thought from what you heard him say uh, almost a year ago, but... I'm not ready to say he's overrated quite yet. No, I mean, I, I, he does deserve, you know, uh, a, a summer of him getting getting his own players. But, um, you know, I, he, they're going to finish third. And I don't think throughout this season, he's, aside from the first 10, ten games of this season where they were absolutely phenomenal, uh, everything after that, he hasn't made the team substantially better in any uh, area. Mm-hmm. He, in fact, he's made the goalkeeping situation there worse. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah. how can you... How I mean, they want look, back. How can they... How can he really say that the two keepers he have there, he has there, are better than Joe Hart? I mean, that's just not true. I mean, mm-hmm. so, you, you, you talk about ego. This guy is just as uh, vindictive as Mourinho is. Um, except Pep is, is just a lot nicer about it. Um, he has the open disdain that Mourinho... Now, Mourinho is better at crafting a one-liner than Pep is, but, um, you know, the, the fact that he has the, the, uh, you know, the balls to say that, um, that his keepers are better than, than Joe Hart, I mean, it's just, that's just not based in reality. So, um, you know, again, I don't think his imprint on, on the team this season... Um, was not that big. And, um, you know, in, in addition to winning, right, the sole purpose of him being hired was to uh, recreate Barcelona at Manchester City. And that is just very, very difficult um, to do. And without uh, a Leo Messi clone walking around somewhere. Or two real center backs who actually belong <laughs> in the top flight. Yeah, that too. And- and let's remember, if not for an incredibly dodgy goal against uh, a penalty against Leicester, um, this is uh, this is probably a different end to the season. Oh, unfortunate, sure. unfortunate goal. Yeah, it was okay. a, a, the uh, yeah, um, the disallowed one. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Barry. Let's talk about Arsenal. It's they have played the last three matches since losing to Tottenham. They have been beautiful to watch. Those bastards. It's like, oh, right, this is what we expected all season. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Sanchez well, the pressure's well. off. Shaka playing well. 
Ramsey almost looking like a professional footballer? Well, you know, I, I think some of it goes back to what should have been done at the beginning of the season in terms of recognising the shortcomings of his players. I think, uh, you know, design around it. I, I think the biggest problem we've had all year was when Santi Cazorla was out and we couldn't find anyone to replace him. We're now, by changing the whole system, if we'd stuck with four four two and we had Santi Cazorla there, I think it's fine. I think we're, we're, we're motoring along just because of his two-footedness, his tactical awareness, his, you know, ability to spring a ball out, to dribble with the ball, all those things. I mean, he's not um, he's not a superhuman player, but he's an unpredictable player in that he can turn both ways. And that adds a lot. Um, you know, the, the, they've now, with this new system that they've got into, and they had the one blip against Tottenham, which I just think if we'd been one game further along in that process, they'd have had a bit more confidence in it. They still, you know, they were still a bit shaky. It needed one more game, as epitomised by the fact that after the Tottenham game, we went back on and carried on winning. Um, plus, also, Tottenham are used to playing against, you know, in, in their own system, and, and just, they were very much up for it. There, there was a, you know, tail Yeah, I don't there. think you were going to win that game. Seriously, no, not the way. No. So I, the best we could have got was a draw. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the, the I, best we, we could have hoped for was a draw. I was surprised we weren't going in at half time at least one nil down, because you know. Oh yeah. It, you know, it was it was sixty minutes of good solid rear guard action, but sooner or later the crack was going to form, and it did. Um, but no, it's just it, it's disappointing. I, I'm actually not that. I'm not that upset with what's happened. I mean, we've still got an FA Cup coming up, FA Cup final against Fernando's mob, and denying them the double would be very, very nice. Um, winning the FA Cup in its own right is, is a stat for us because uh, Wenger would actually become the most successful manager ever in the FA Cup. Um, he would also become... Uh, the club would become, once again, the most successful. So that would be nice. A year in the Europa League, it's not that bad, actually. The commitments are still the same in many respects. You know, in, in terms of scheduling and stuff, it's a bit of a pain in the ass because it means we'll be playing a lot more Sundays and Mondays, I think. Um, yeah, but... Players hate it, though. Yeah, the one thing I've saying. learned, I, you know, I, it's, it's, this is one of those things where you, you're a diehard sports fan and you read about athletes and you're like, you pampered babies, I just don't get it. Because you play on a Wednesday night, you play on a Tuesday night, and then you play Saturday. Well, you play mm. Thursday night, and then you play Sunday night or Monday night. It is numerically the same days. But those guys will tell you that Thursday, Sunday sucks. It screws mm. up their sleep schedule, screws up their meal schedule, screws up their training. And look at United this year. Well, there's also the pressure of having to play after everyone else as well. Right, exactly, yeah. I think that's, you know, that's that's one of those things, you know, um, that that does screw it up a lot more. If you're playing midweek and you're still sticking with, the you know, roughly the same window because you can't play on a Monday, so you're never going to be at the back of the pack. You know, um, it does mean, though, we're never going to have to play on a Friday next year. <laughs> Not necessarily. They might bump you up after the select schedule if you get bounced out of uh, 
Are, are they still doing they're the doing, Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it with Tottenham. We were in Europa League, and we got flexed the Friday after we, we, we lost on Friday. Yeah. We, um, it's just it's the TV deal. It's that stupid mm. new Friday night football thing they want for the spring because yeah, they, they leave literally want to be like the NFL. <laughs> yeah, they want to be like the NFL and make every mistake the NFL makes, including putting too many primetime games on. Um. Anybody else? Uh, anybody else uh, think that Arsenal have a chance against Ch- Chelsea, other than other than Barry? Zach, I'm with you're going to be the arbiter yeah. of neutrality. No, they have a chance. Of course, they have a chance. It's a cup final. I don't think I, you you think Chelsea are going to go in and win like four 0 I'd be really surprised. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I I think Arsenal. I'm not. I, like, I don't want to call it. It's a cup. Like you say, it's a cup final. Yeah, I I think. Maybe, look, I don't know what Arsene Wenger is doing. You don't know what Arsene Wenger is doing. We all think he's staying, <laughs> right? We all do. But this is a guy, you hear, all you hear all along is talk of how, you know what? These players actually really love the old man. And yeah. You wouldn't know it by their performances, but God damn it, they want to rally around them. And if there's a manager who can get these guys, these geeks who have failed time and time again to be up for a cup final and have a parade... It would be it'd be Arson to do it now. I don't know if he can do it with this squad, but I'm not at all counting them out for this. I think it's I gonna wanna, be a hell of a match. I want to nominate I want to nominate uh, Zach's comment of uh, uh, I don't know what Arsene Wenger is doing as, <laughs> as the uh, recording precursor <laughs> to every Arsenal segment from now until eternity until he's still there. I believe that is the perfect <laughs> intro for the Arsenal segment. For this podcast. And that's just my vote, but I think you guys would agree. Um, as far as the final, um, you know, let me go on the record uh, with saying that, that I predict that Chelsea will win 50 to 2. Okay? <laughs> um, you know, I hate being, I, 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 as a Mets fan, uh, being this confident about a game like that is just, you know, uh, really, really disgusting to me. But uh, I can't express enough how much I want to destroy Arsenal on that day. Um, I just, you know, I just want to. And, and uh, I, to be honest with you, if we could, if we can score four past Tottenham, um, you know, and again, knowing it's a Cup final, anything can happen. But if we can put four past Tottenham, um, I'm pretty. All right, that's enough for Fernando. We can. We can now. win. <laughs> we get it. We we're all happy for you. It, this is disgusting. Some of us, some of us ate tonight. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. You know it, what? Here's no. my prediction: Arsenal wins the FA Cup, and Wenger leaves on a high. You know what? He he absolutely should. If he beats Chelsea, oh, he, he should. wins this thing. He should. He, he won't. Should. He won't. Well, that's what I meant, though. That's really what I meant. I, right. I've got a funny feeling. He he, he is going to walk into that dressing room the day before and he say. Guys, you win it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Win it That's for the exactly gipper. That's exactly what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. Hundred percent. As I do believe that it would, it gives them one more title to sort of overshadow all that Tottenham accomplished, the final season, all this stuff, and he gets to go. Yeah, well, here's another trophy. Yeah, so, I might have dropped or, out of the fourth place race thing and whatever, but here you go. But then gets another trophy. Let's, let's look at the other side of this. You know, if she does that, 
And he says, if you guys win, I'm leaving. And all of them know that they're not going to be there next year if he leaves. Why would they win that game? Well, they don't out. know that. What they may so, do is may, it depends. It may no, it may depend on who's the manager coming in. I'm just joking, Barry. But no. look, I, you know, I agree with you. I think if he does that, it's an excellent motivation thing. But, um, you know, uh, to, you know, I was I, actually I, thinking about uh, Barry and Stephen. You know, who's who's might be available? Might have some free time. Who could take over at Arsenal? Jesse Marsh might have might be available. You're interested. <laughs> <laughs> the way things are going over at uh, Red yeah, Bull. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what's what's uh, what's Neil Warnock doing? You know, he has uh, he deserves another <laughs> another chance, or uh, maybe Kinnear. Steve Bruce, Joe Kinnear, our good friend Joe Kinnear. Do you know what um, we're, uh, we'll get Sam Allardyce. <laughs> still hasn't been sent down yet after all these years. Fernando, you know, you know what? He's going to change his name to Aladici. <laughs> Fernando. I'm not saying this word is it just is it's it's the quality of what you are right now. All I keep thinking is ooze. You just like you just you just you like an ooze and it's just like, stop oozing all stop it. He's like the pink slime in in Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, yeah, except I'm making people happy. You know, I'm not making no, 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 Fernando. No. You're making you happy. You're making you happy, and you deserve your happiness. But, but understand, your happiness is coming at a cost. Yes, that's true. And that's I'm not true. suggesting yes. He might not give a shit about the cost, but uh, <laughs> Roman's picking it. up the tab, so he doesn't care. I'll give a shit about it if we lose the final. That's for sure. Uh, that, You're that only be... allowed on if uh, Arsenal win the final, by the way. After that, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're banned until, like, August. I'm sorry, I'm making an executive decision. And I'm I don't know. What we'll do decision. is we will say hello, Fernando, and then we'll all get quiet and just leave him to have a monologue for 15 minutes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> put it on mute. No problem uh, but, 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 Fernando, the, I'm, I want to say this carefully. No, fuck it. Screw you. The FA Cup is, um, the FA Cup is icing on the cake for you guys this year. It really is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I didn't need to be careful. Okay. Um, no, I mean, us, it's a sweet And for us, yeah. and, I for, do and for Conte Arsenal, it's cheap consolation. It, What's that, Zach? I do think Conte wants the double. Oh, I, I'm not I, suggest- I don't. Not suggest- I'm saying for the fans. I'm, not, I'm saying for the fans. Right. It's icing on the cake for the, for the Chelsea fans. And for the Arsenal fans, it's cheap consolation. I really well, yeah, that. I mean. That I, I, should be yeah. the name of this podcast of the episode, by the way. Yeah, Chief I'm literally writing it down. As as you it. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing it down yeah. as, as as we speak. <laughs> well, I mean, what what you know, if Arsenal win the final, I think the reaction should be, uh, you know, we can be just as good as these guys. And uh, to me, when uh, after Chelsea won the two in a row, United came back and won three in a row um, themselves. But we played them in the FA Cup final um, in 2007. And I believe it was the, the first one at the New Wembley. And, um, you know, the United had just taken back the league from us. But I, I, I just remember the, the, the referendum of that game was, yes, it's the FA Cup final. And, you know, it doesn't give us anything extra. And it's nice to win it. But to me, the, the biggest bonus of that game was that, United, yes, they're the champions, but we're just as good as they are. And I, you know, if Arsenal mm. can win that game, that should be the the takeaway um, for everyone uh, associated with the club. That you know what, 
yeah, they won the league, but you know what? We're just as good as they are. And if you guys win that, you deserve uh, to feel that way. Yeah, except no. Um, I've got to end the conversation <laughs> about Arsenal. Um, we, we, we need to talk about, um, about United. Um, let's talk, we have to talk about United people. Um, they are, are, what's going on with them? Do we, where do we stand on them? Everybody knows where I stand on Mourinho. Um, the team, I go from, I, I, I vacillate between impressed to like just completely underwhelmed. Zach, where, where, what did, tell me, what is this United team? Vastly underwhelmed. That is lucky to not have had too big of an ask in Europa League. They can lose that final, by the way. Oh yeah. That defense and how boring they play. Ajax can't get two, three past them. You haven't been paying attention. If they lose that, this will be an incredibly disappointing, lackluster. I don't even. Fireable season, really, if we're going to be honest about it, but that's not going to happen. I, 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 the biggest thing, no, no one's shocked by this, I know, but it is staggering how Paul Pogba has not improved at all in this team. One year in, only one year in, but this is Mourinho. Who has, you know, we, we talked about it with that. Pep earlier. Jason well, he would be wrong you. because the United fans will... The United fans will try to spin however they want that Pogba wasn't a massive letdown his first season, and he was, and everyone knows it who isn't a United fan, so that's fine that he has an incorrect opinion, and I respect that <laughs> out of him. Um, I'm going to look at Mourinho, though, like with Pep. Who's he brought up? Who has he elevated in that squad that you can go, well, okay, yes, it's disappointing in the table, but... Wait till next year because so-and-so is going to be a player. The hope is Pogba. Other than that, it, they're, the, they're united. This is the same team that just might back their way into the Champions League through, Euro, through Europa League. But I don't see any reason right now why it, And look, this is knocking on wood. We'll see what they spend in the summer. But a Chelsea supporter, a Tottenham supporter, an Arsenal supporter, you're not thinking about United right now no. at all as being on your level or being a concern for the next season. Now, we said the same thing about Chelsea last year. We'll see what happens in between now and August. The, um, the uh, yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, you raise an interesting point. I mean, without Ibrahimovic, who I thought was going to be a complete bust, but without Ibra, you know, they, yeah. they, they, I don't care what anybody says. He's Ibra, but they got lucky. They got lucky that he yeah. adapted so quickly uh, to the Premier League. Um, and that he was only injured at the, what was it, April? Yeah. I think it was April time. I mean, yeah. he, he had the large part of the season actually available to them and did a, did a damn good job for them. Um, well, I mean, <clears throat> you're right about that. And I think the there are two paths for Mourinho. Stick it out in the league or win the cup. And... You know, I always felt since it became evident that the top four was going to be a struggle for them, that he was always going to choose the Europa League. Uh, because on paper, United should win that competition. Um, and even without Ibrahimovic. Um, they should, but it's not going – I don't think it's going to be a walk through the park like a lot. No, it's not. It's, it's going to – you know, like, like all English teams, when they get to a final, they're going to make it harder than it should. But um, – <laughs> 
you know, I, I just think that that was always going to be the pragmatic thing to do uh, for Mourinho um, because there, there are too many variables in the league uh, week to week. Whereas in the in, in the in the cup, the quality of United against everybody else, it's it's even a mediocre United team like this one, it's still superior to everyone else in the competition. Um, and you know what Zach was saying was correct. But if he should lose the final, um, everyone is going to turn on Mourinho yeah. Yeah. very very quickly. I agree with because you. he's wasted a, a league campaign where. The option was there for him to qualify for the Champions League proper. And considering that City and Liverpool have let Arsenal back into the top four uh, possibilities, um, if, if United had taken the league more or, or placed that at a higher priority, it's very possible United could be in the top four already. But, um, you know, it's a gamble. And, you know, hopefully... <laughs> Well, not for me, but hopefully for United fans, you know, uh, it works out because it would be a disaster if our, if United finished behind Arsenal, uh, you know, finish and if the United finished sixth, don't get into the Champions League, lose the final tie act for some reason, um, you know, this is how mediocrity at a club uh, compounds itself, um, and you saw it happen to Liverpool where once they were out of the Champions League. It took them seemingly forever for them to get back into it. And, you know, we're not going on. This is the third year now um, that they're now in the Champions League. Or is it the second year? I forget. Yeah, um, second, I think. But, when, but when you start that trend, it's very difficult to reverse it. Yeah. Um, which is why I think Mourinho went for the quick fix option of winning the Europa League. And, um, you know, if it doesn't work, it would be a huge blow uh, to, to everybody there. We've got to cut it off here. Um, this is it. Last week of the season. Um, good luck to Spurs. Boring Sunday, matter. really. Good luck to Chelsea because it doesn't matter. Good luck to Arsenal because it does matter. And bad luck to Liverpool. Um, thank you, Barry. Thank you, Fernando. Thank you, Zach. Um, hopefully we'll talk to everybody next week. Cheers. Night, guys. Cheers. Thanks.